at the end of the video. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now. We're going to talk about the Colts. We're going to talk about the Browns a little bit because we need to talk about the Browns a little bit. We're going to talk about Jim Harbaugh and what Jim Harbaugh is doing in Ann Arbor, which is just terrible, but it's so typical of Jim Harbaugh. Uh, we're going to talk about IU and its scheduling of its first scrimmage. What are you doing, Indiana, for the love of God, why? We're going to talk about that. But we've got to talk about the calls yesterday before we get into the prize egg. I'm going to put this, you know what, I guess I can put it in my lap. Hell, if a chicken can sit on one for a year and a half or however long it takes eggs to gestate or whatever happens with them, I can certainly have the eggs sit on me for a little bit, can't I? Of course I can. Hey, by the way, a great two big brains today with Dan Dockage. Absolutely phenomenal today. He, we had a great time. It was our best episode ever, so make sure and watch Two Big Brains. Uh, by the way, if you want to win what is in the prize egg, you need to subscribe to be entered to win. You need to subscribe to this channel. You need to subscribe to Two Big Brains, and you need to send me a DM if you want what's in here. You'll be entered to win, and you will want to win this prize, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, trade deadline also in the NFL. That's going to come a uh, a week from tomorrow but on Halloween. Go figure. All right. Uh, like the video because it's the nice thing to do. It's a polite thing to do. Just nice. Who's your hospitality? If you want to make a donation, make a donation. We always appreciate the donations. And you can make a comment or ask a question. And we will answer it as we get as I get them. We will relay them, and we will talk about them. All right, so uh, let's talk about sports, shall we? Uh, Shane Steichen had his media availability today. Josh Downs also spoke. Josh Downs really interesting. It was kind of funny as he talked about the difference between his touchdown and Michael Pittman Jr.'s touchdown, it kind of sticking it to Michael Pittman a little bit and sticking it to Denzel Ward at the same time. You'll hear that on this channel tomorrow at about 10 in the morning. But Shane Steichen, when asked uh, about the plays that would be included every week in the NFL, teams send clips of plays they want clarification on. And so he was asked, will the two plays at the end of the game, will those be among them? And he kind of, he smiled broadly and he said, maybe. He was very composed. And you get the idea that Shane Steichen is always very composed. I like Shane Steichen. I think he's a hell of a coach. I think he did a hell of a job yesterday. I like the runs that he called. I'm all good. The one call I didn't like, and actually it was the execution I didn't like, it was a screen pass to Mo Ali Cox. I thought it was stupid. I thought, number one, bad call, but number two, bad execution. You got no one to muck up play, and Gardner Minshew didn't do it. Like, game awareness is really, really crucial for a quarterback, and I thought Minshew, despite playing... I think his best game as a Colt, certainly uh, not so good in that moment. Obviously, the turnover is a problem. The two fumbles, the third fumble, not that big a deal. It was at the end of the game. The Colts were done at any rate with 15 seconds left or nine or whenever that happened. But the first two, you can't have. And that's not all his fault, but you got to secure the football or you got to get rid of it quick. Just what you got to do. Anyway, Steichen... Uh, Colts got screwed. 
He knows the Colts got screwed. Pat McAfee knows the Colts got screwed. Mike Greenberg knows the Colts got screwed. But the people on the NFL Network, they just, uh, yeah, there was some noise at the end. There's a lot going on at the end of that game without replays of either of those plays. You know what builds brand integrity, NFL? Transparency builds brand integrity. Truth, honesty, that's what brings brand integrity. And the NFL this morning with the NFL Network, what the hell are you doing? Are you serious with that crap? Jason McCourty was the only guy who talked about it at all. The other They're afraid their phone's going to ring. Who, who is it? Is it Cadell again? Hello? Oh, Roger. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, the call was fine. Uh. What's the matter with you people? Uh, the horrifying officiating aside, we need to spend a minute and talk about Miles Garrett, because what Miles Garrett did in that game yesterday was completely wrecking. And, you know, you look at Mike, uh, at Miles Garrett's numbers, he had five and a half sacks coming into the game, and you say, you know what, that's one a game. What the hell, he's going to hit you once? He's going to knock you down once? Well, you know what, he caused a hell of a lot more problems than that. He, he caused the ent- entire focus of the Colts' offense to kind of rivet itself on Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett, even when double teamed, ran by guys like they were chicanes with, with Blake Freeland and uh, Andrew Ogletree or whoever it was at tight end who had the responsibility to kind of chip him first and then have Freeland get in the way. That didn't work. And then on the field goal, it didn't work either. As Miles Garrett, prompted by Bubba Ventrone, we know Bubba Ventrone, the TV star from the in season hard knocks, leaps over one of the blockers, leaps again, bap, 60-yard field goal, which might not have been good anyway. Uh, that was just terrible. That, that's bad news. That's bad news bears for the Indianapolis Colts. But that was terrible. The officiating was straight crap. And the, the NFL's got to do something about it, and the NFL has got to do it publicly, or people will lose faith in the NFL, and that should not happen with the NFL. People shouldn't wonder whether officials are on the take or have money on the game. That should never be proffered on social media. I don't believe it is. I'm a big believer in Hanlon's razor, which is never attribute to malice what can be explained through stupidity or incompetence. It's almost always incompetence that is the right answer. It's not some kind of conspiratorial like gambling thing. That's not what's going on. I don't believe that that would happen in the NFL ever, ever, ever. I don't. People think I'm naive. That's fine. Now, incompetence, incompetence I'm all behind. There's a co- incompetence afoot almost everywhere in our lives, but in NFL officiating, there's a hell of a lot of it. And it's tragic that a football game, a professional football game, is allowed to hinge on a horrifyingly bad call. Terrible call. But, Miles Garrett, there's no doubting the kind of wrecking machine that guy is at this point in his NFL career. All right, can you imagine, by the way, as we're talking about it, Jimmy Haslam, D. Haslam, we talked about it a little bit on Two Big Brains. Can you imagine $230 million over five years? You've guaranteed, based upon your general manager saying, you know what? This is a guy who could put us over the top. Not only doesn't he put you over the top, 
But you've got to consider, seriously consider, the idea of trading for Kirk Cousins, another guy who is a, uh, a huge cap number for, for the Vikings. You would consider trading for him because you think you're a quarterback away. That's how the Browns keep screwing things up. That trade the Browns made with the Texans just terrible because it included the worst contract in the history of the National Football League. Deshaun Watson, Dan Dockich said it during Two Big Brains, I think he's right. Deshaun Watson did not look like he wanted to be out there one little bitty bit once he got hit. And so you got P.J. Walker. How much better was Gardner Minshew than P.J. Walker? I'm glad you asked. That's a hell of a good question. Uh, Minshew yesterday was 15-23. to 23. For 305 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He ran for two touchdowns. He had a QBR of 79.8, a passer rating of 119.4, and a yards per pass attempt of 13.3. P.J. Walker, 15, same number of completions, 32 attempts. So nine more incompletions, 178 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, a quarterback rating of 25.9, a passer rating of 57.3, and a yards per attempt of 5.6. It is virtually impossible to lose in the NFL when your quarterback outperforms his opposing quarterback by that kind of a margin. And Deshaun Watson actually lowered those numbers. He was worse than P.J. Walker and still... The Colts lose that game. Appalling. Trade deadline a week from tomorrow. Today, the Titans, uh, Titans, they get rid of a pretty key piece to what they do in the on the defensive end uh, of the field and in that secondary. Keith uh, or Kevin Byard going to the Eagles for a fifth and sixth rounder plus Terrell Edmonds, who's a safety, played well for a few years for the Steelers. Not so well for the Eagles. Uh, the Dolphins, this is interesting. If you're an investor, you got to pay attention. Uh, the Dolphins are going to be the in-season hard knocks team. Remember, the Colts did that a couple of years ago. It did not go so well for the Colts. It was not a positive, a net positive, by the time you got to the end of the season. So here's what you do, all right? The Dolphins are now 5-2. and two. So the Bills right now are a plus 200. They are a game back. They're a plus 200 to win the AFC East. You bet heavy on the Bills. It's like stealing. I guarantee you that the Bills win that division. All them cameras and all that exposure is not going to do the Dolphins any damn good whatsoever. It's going to test all of their systems and their culture, and the Bills are going to wind up winning the AFC East. Maybe guaranteeing is a little bit strong. I don't guarantee. I highly suspect that the Bills are going to win the AFC East. I use first scrimmage. It's going to be played at 1 o'clock on Sunday. What would you say you're doing? Why? You got a campus of guys who are at least as big. I Remember, the last national championship was 1987. And none of the current undergrads were on the campus when Indiana won its last Big Ten title in 2016. 
And yet, when UIndy comes to town, they are going to play at the exact same time the Indianapolis Colts play the New Orleans Saints at Lucas Oil Stadium, plus eight other NFL teams or games are going to be transacted at the same time. How in the world do you schedule this simultaneous to the NFL early games? I do not understand. It is appalling to me that Indiana would do this. I want to watch the Indiana scrimmage. I'm going to be at the Colts game watching the Colts play the Saints, and I, I guess I'm going to have to record on Big Ten Plus, or maybe I just don't, ex- don't subscribe, and to hell with it. I'll wait for the real games that are going to be on real TV. Uh, Pacers opener Wednesday, Washington Wizards at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. James Harden still gone from the 76ers. Who gives a rat's ass? Are you kidding me? Doesn't matter. Who cares? James Harden. What's he ever won? Why was he rewarded so disproportionate to his value to wins on a team? He is a really good offensive basketball player. Three years ago, he was the best offensive, the most talented offensive player I've ever seen. Now, he's just sitting at home being all, uh, he's basking in his victimhood wallowing in his victimhood. Um, Connor uh, Stallings is the guy, the Michigan assistant, who is being accused of spearheading and masterminding some advanced scouting. And they have found that he bought tickets to 30 games at 11 stadiums over the last three years. So here's what the deal is with Michigan. Michigan is going to want, and this only goes back to the Iran-Contra affair, they're going to want Stallions to be the Oliver North and not rat out anybody above him. We know that this isn't a guy. He didn't come up with this crap on his own. He didn't go into his own pocket for all the travel and, and the ticket expense. We know that. We know this goes to the top. Are you kidding me? We do, but if Stellens keeps his mouth shut, nobody ever finds out for sure that that's the way it went down. Stellens is a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy where they teach loose lips sink ships. I I think that Jim Harbaugh's trust is well-placed, although Connor Stellens' loyalty is not. All right, let's look into the prize egg and see what the hell is in this thing and figure out when we're going to give it away. How about that? We crack open the egg, and sometimes the egg is empty. Sometimes it's full. Today, the egg is full. Oh, my heavens. We throw the shell of the egg away, as you are wont to do. And here's a little bit of a hint as to the contents of this bag. There is a name plaque. Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis Colts, with his signature All his relevant statistics are right there on the plaque. So this is suitable for framing. Can you guess what it is? And it's courtesy of a a viewer of the show, which is so nice. I won't out his name because I don't know that he would want that. But a guy watches. Very, very nice guy. And he said, why don't you give this away? I said, I would love to. This is is a Jonathan Taylor jersey autographed by 
the great current running back for the Indianapolis Colts. He's back, and so he's back in our good graces, and we're giving away Jonathan Taylor's swag. So if you want a chance to win this Jonathan Taylor sweet Jonathan Taylor Colts jersey autographed by Jonathan Taylor, all you have to do, we will give it away either Sunday after the game or Monday morning. We did this week Monday morning. Uh, you must subscribe to this channel and to Two Big Brains, both those channels. And you got to DM me because I've got to be able to DM you to get your address like we did this morning with the winner of the Rashawn Evans autographed jersey. It's going down to Georgia. You believe that? We got people, we got viewers all over the place. So Jonathan Taylor jersey autographed plaque and it, it's an autographed picture the autograph is printed on the picture it's not like jonathan sat down and wrote it but it'll look damn good if you get the whole thing matted and framed this is gonna look swanky yo uh with the name placard the the printed autograph picture and the actually autographed jersey completely cool and it can be yours for now. I even pay for the shipping. You kidding? So, subscribe here at Kent Sterling, this channel on YouTube. Two Big Brains, T-W-O-B-I-G-B-R-A-I-N-S. And send me a DM. That's all you got to do. And watch Two Big Brains because today was awesome. It was really good. We had a good conversation at the end about media and Pat McAfee that I thought was just absolutely stellar from a couple of different directions. Me as a manager, former manager, Dan as a former talent who worked at ESPN, he gets it, I get it. I thought we hit the, hit the nail on the head. We also talked about the Colts in a way that I don't think anybody else is. And we do it twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays at 11 o'clock, Thursdays usually at 1 o'clock. There you go. We will talk to you tomorrow morning. Bright and early, 6.45, that's when we go live. Can't wait. Highlight of my day.